The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Descent. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin Traveling in the world of my creation What we'll see will defy Explanation Well, there's no doubt you recognise uh, that song from the movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which was made in 1971. And to talk about that very special Christmas movie, TV presenter, executive producer of Spotlight, Lisa Cannon. Lisa, good morning. Good morning. I thought I'd cheer everybody up, actually, this morning. We're into Christmas, guys. Here they are. Now, Christmas it's interesting movies. that we have, if you like, the third iteration of this story with Wonka, which is coming up shortly. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I wanted to do the lightning look back on the 1971 version, uh, Wonka's out this weekend. I know everybody's going to be bringing their children or just going to see it themselves out of interest with Timothy Chalamet in the lead role. But really, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory to me is a quintessential Christmas movie. And of course, it's now December. We're ready to go. This is usually on, you know, the broadcast kickoff around one o'clock for mm. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I've been watching it for years and years. Now, uh, tell me about the the origins of this. Obviously, Roald Dahl is not just the inspiration, but it's the story. Oh, exactly. The wonderful Roald Dahl, Welsh author, who, of course, wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda, The Twits, many, many others. And here we have um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which kickstarted in 1971, directed by Mel Stewart. So, of course, based on the book, but actually very different from the book in many ways. Mm. And Roald Dahl did not like this version when it was filmed. It wasn't Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The book was Charlie and the Charlie Chocolate Factory. and the Chocolate Factory. And, of course, the change was made to promote the Willy Wonka candy bar, which, of course, was released within the film. And that's, of course, how Charlie Bucket gets the ticket and he goes to see uh, Gene Wilder, the great Gene Wilder, who played, of course, Willy Wonka at that time um, to take on the lead role. So, you know, the casting of Gene Wilder was controversial. You know, even his his somersault was controversial. The casting of the children was controversial. So although it didn't really hit the high notes back in 1971, now it is considered a cult classic. Now, there are a couple of things. Uh, the chocolate bars, uh, wrapped up as they were, were not real. No, they were not real. I mean, there's so many things about the, the movie. I mean, we talked even about uh, certain sets or even the characters, the Oompa Loompas. I mean, they wouldn't stand up to today's measures at all. But the the chocolate bars themselves were, <laughs> well, they were made out of some kind of polystyrene and the poor children had to navigate their ways around that. I'm sure everybody would have wanted to devour chocolate. What about very the ch- chocolate on set. What about the chocolate river? The chocolate river was a chocolate river. And actually, there was loads of problems on set where it spoiled and people were told they couldn't go near it. Uh, the smell was meant to be off the charts. So uh, it uh, it got hot and spoiled under the studio lights. But there was many, many things about Wonka Vision even. The large objects were made smaller, if everybody remembers that, with Mike TV. Um, this was called the Schuflin process, a combination of miniatures and reflective glass that actually created this. So it was ahead of its time. It spearheaded, of course, some elements of special effects. But for me, the standout was Gene Wilder, although he wasn't originally asked. Who was supposed to be the first one? Well, Roald Dahl wanted Spike Milligan and um, Spike Milligan was 
a brilliant British comedian of the time uh, who's considered for the role, but it actually went in a different direction. And of course, Joe Gray, another versatile actor for his work on stage and screen, known for that, was reportedly considered. And Ron Moody, if anybody knows Fagan from the adaptation of Oliver, sure. fantastic actor. Uh, and yet when you see Gene Wilder, you would could it be anybody it else? It couldn't be anybody else. And, and the reason he actually garnered the role was because he wanted to do that somersault that we all see and know as they enter the Wonka factory. And uh, he did it himself. So that's the only reason he wanted to take on the role. It's quite quite interesting itself. Yeah. Now, is it true that he stayed in character throughout the shoot? He did indeed. And in the very final scene, when, of course, they're catapulting out into the atmosphere or the elevator goes right up into the sky, there actually was a jolt in the making of it. And Jill Wilder breaks character, as does Charlie Bucket. And uh, they, yeah, he, he really stayed in character the whole time, but he didn't in that particular thing. So if you're watching it this Christmas, watch him break out of character at that particular scene. But I really felt that he brought a lot of warmth and credibility, but also unpredictability to the role as well. Now you've another clip. I have another clip. She's my favourite of all the children. It's Veruca Salt. I want you to be the first to find a golden ticket, Daddy. I know, Angel. We're doing the best we can. I've got every girl on the bleeding staff hunting for you. All right. Where is it? Why haven't they found it? Veruca, sweetheart. I'm not a magician. Give me time. I want it now. What's the matter with those twats down there? For five days now, the entire flipping factory's been on the job. They haven't shelled a peanut in there since Monday. They've been shelling flaming chocolate bars from dawn to dusk. Make them work nights. Come along, come along, you girls. Put a jerk in it or you'll be out in your ears, every one of you. And listen to this. The first girl that finds a golden ticket gets a one-pound bonus in her pay packet. What do you think of that? even trying. They don't want to find it. They're jealous of me. Sweetheart, I can't push them no harder. 19,000 bars an hour they're shelling. 760,000 they've done so far. You promised, Daddy. You promised I'd have it the very first day. (laughs) Great, great (laughs) casting. Brilliant acting by the child. Um, A few things went wrong during the filming. Yes, a lot of of things. I just was laughing because, you know, a lot of people said, oh, I know somebody was like Veruca Salt in school. I think we all did. Um, A few things that went wrong during the filming of the movie was we mentioned the chocolate river. So it was actually real chocolate, water and cream. However, the combination, as I mentioned, of the hot studio lights and the perishable nature of the ingredients led to the river quickly, well, I presume stinking and spoiling. So everybody had to uh, move away from the rancid smell and, of course, were advised not to drink it. But Slugworth's tooth cap if you remember Slugworth he was horrible he was kind of like the Wicked Witch in Wizard of Oz you know he appears as this mysterious character that everybody hates but actually he had fake teeth caps and they actually caused the actor's speech to be somewhat muffled (laughs) Um, Question about the casting of the Oompa Loompas Um, they wouldn't do it today No well of course there's kind of a cultural sensitivity around (laughs) Oompa Loompas and of course in modern times about that but particularly at this time they they were subject of discussion because they aimed to create that kind of fantastical or fantasy magical atmosphere and people would have concerns now about it but actually when they actually went to cast them they d- they kind of played many diverse characters in in the in the movie if you if you notice it's not just Oompa Loompas they're actually characters elsewhere but um, they were all from different countries so okay. there was a little bit of diversity yeah. Now there, finally but, I should ask you what did Roald Dahl think of the movie? Well Roald didn't like it um, purely from the point of view that he felt it really 
div- well, it it didn't go where the direction of the the book went. But I think ultimately he was very disappointed that Spike Milligan didn't take the lead role. Although when he saw Gene Wilder and he went on set, and of course there was changes made while he was there, naturally he did like it in the end. But uh, ultimately, mm. yeah, he was. He felt the emphasis though should be more on Charlie Bucket rather than on Willy Wonka. Absolutely, and of course Charlie Bucket was actually um, from Ohio. He was actually American, so I think that also didn't add too much weight to the character because obviously this is a very uh, English uh, very English story Um, regarding Christmas films the best is the original 1966 short film The Grinch Uh, this is Christmas it's the snow the wild colours the magical who's and their amazing toys and the message Christmas is all about love that is indeed yeah well Well, uh, more Christmas movies to talk about next week Lisa thank you very much for joining us The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.